quarantiners uh we're coming we're here and we're letting you escape um with us temporarily to um, yeah. a virtual paradise where you don't have to worry about the economy so welcome to our island on animal crossing called enchanting aspect i we we said no we said neither of our things are Animal Crossing? That doesn't mean I'm not gonna mention Animal Crossing. It's the it's the elephant in the room. I mean, for sure, for sure. And I and like, you know, we were playing Animal Crossing a little bit like before we started. Like, it's a day. It's it's fully a daily thing for us. It's my life. For you, maybe a little bit more than me right at this moment. <laughs> but yeah. even still. You know, we both play every day. Yeah. Um, but this is not a podcast about Animal Crossing. Sorry we deceived you. Um, this is a podcast about aspects that are enchanting. I'll let you figure that one out on your own. Yeah, it's a puzzle now. Oh, and oh. there's dogs. And there's dogs in this one. There's dogs in every one. <laughs> sometimes you edit out the dogs, sometimes you don't. It's a surprise. It's Will a surprise. Will I edit this one time. out? I don't know. If you're on Patreon, <laughs> you'll know. <laughs> we keep saying that we don't have. We don't a have a Patreon. One day we will, though. <laughs> For sure. Um, hi, it's Enchanting Aspects, Amy. Yeah. Amy. Uh, Mars. Who's in your town? Who's in my town? Um, fuck you. I have my all-time best friend Rudy. The cat, and then Rudy I have the cat. um, I have unibrow squirrel Hazel. She's growing on me. She reminds me a lot, a lot of Chie from Persona Four. Oh yeah, I get those. But I really like Hazel. I kind of wish Hazel was in my town. Well, if she moves, I'll, I'll let you know. Um, Hell yeah! I also have um, I forgot his name, but he's a reindeer. And then I have um, oh, I have this cool Dalmatian who's like ooh. And then I have, um, <laughs> oh, I have Ducky, Molly. Ducky. I have Molly the Ducky. Not, okay. And then um, I I also just got the penguin. I forgot his name. And then today I just recruited a super cool Holy shit. Uh, lesbian pink deer. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I think her name is Fauna. Something like that. I don't um, uh, You have a lot of villagers. How many villagers can you have in a town? Ten. Ten. Yeah. That's a lot. Not enough, in my opinion. <laughs> I I think it would be nice if you could like create, if you could eventually like get to just making a city. <laughs> um, you know, having a like building apartment builder buildings where more villagers can move in. Yeah. You know. But Nintendo be would be like, no, we already made city folk. That's your city. Uh, you know, uh, like. I was about to say, like, maybe it's in, it's probably not in there, but maybe it will be in there at some point. That'd oh, be cool. I highly doubt it, but keep on dreaming. Okay. <laughs> this is what Amy likes to do is shoot me down, shoot me down from whatever high I'm on immediately. Listen, I gotta, I gotta keep us down. Um, I'm a, I'm not an air sign. I'm a water sign. I don't know what what sign I You're am. You're a Virgo. I mean, I'm, no, I know what I know that I'm a Virgo. I don't know what. I'm pretty sure that's an Earth type sign. of sign. 
Okay. So. Um, in my town, I have, um, uh, well, of course, I have Cherry, the mm-hmm. dog. Love her, love her, the, love her. The punk rock dog. Yeah. Who has uh, block furniture, like children's block furniture in her house, and says, what, what? What's so what? it's kind of a it's kind of an odd aesthetic clash, but I love Cherry a lot. Yeah, I don't know that she loves me. Um, uh, I've got uh, a very nice blue rhinoceros mm-hmm. who I'm failing to remember the name of. I've got Samson, who's a mouse, uh, who he's just he just lifts weights. He, that's his whole deal. He's a sportsy sportsy guy. Um. I've got a pink anteater that I don't know if I care about. Oh my god. I forgot to and- mention I also have an anteater. I totally forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> and then I and then I have a, a duck who like eludes me. Like I can never find her. <laughs> She's always somewhere else. And we're gonna keep it that way. I well. I mean, if that's the life she wants to live, but, um, and then today, and this is the reason why I brought this up today, I got my favorite villager in my town. Oh yeah. I saw your Snapchat. I got Marshall, baby. Marshall, the smug gay squirrel. venture the podcast is over see you next week just kidding Uh, we haven't even started the podcast let me actually explain it this time for realsies um i hey amy i just want all of that to be cold open (laughs) i just want all of that to be like they haven't even heard the music yet it's just cold open for six minutes uh, i don't know i don't know if i can my anxiety can handle that (laughs) i'll think about it think just think about it that's all i can ask okay um so this is a podcast where uh every episode we each take um a single part or aspect if you will of our favorite things books movies tv shows video games etc usually video games as it's turned out so far I, I try to spruce it up. You not so much. It, well, yes. Um, uh, you you did bring Kiki's Delivery Service, but I think all three other times have been video games for you. Um, we've only done three episodes, so yeah, the other two times were... Oh, yeah. We have games. only done three episodes. Yeah. Why did I say three? Anyway... Anyway, um, so yeah, we talk about aspects of stuff we like and shit, and it's my turn, and Mars... We need to talk. Oh, we need to talk? We need to talk. That's what I'm talking about this week is we need to talk. Uh, uh, hold, mm, hold on. <laughs> nope, you're never going to get it. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you what I'm talking about. Um, Yeah, please do. <laughs> 
So, uh, my thing this week is about my favorite episode of Steven Universe, and that episode Aha. is titled, We Need to Talk. Um, I see. I will preface this by saying I'm not going to talk about any spoilers for any of Steven, U- Steven Universe future and all the hoo-ha, um, but this is a warning. This episode is from season two. So if you haven't seen up to season two, episode uh, nine, um, maybe go watch that episode and then come back and listen. Unless, is I don't this... know, you want me to explain all of it to you. Is this is this the Stevani one? Um, Stevani is in it, but no, this is not the Stevani one. Uh, this episode is... Um, is it the one that has the really good Garnet song? No. Uh, stop guessing. Let me tell you. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, so this episode is part of basically the the series within Steven Universe where um, Greg tells a story of his past to Steven, uh, usually in the form of a song. This is the second um, episode in that series inside the series. Um, so this is the one where... Uh, Greg discovers that Stephen and Connie can. Let's wait for my dogs to stop barking. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the dog break. Uh, oh, are they done? No. Nope. Oh no. 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 I was. I was. I was thinking it was like a a, a short one this yeah, time. No, recording but... the podcast during this quarantine is going to be extra super hard because my dogs bark whenever my parents are home and whenever they do anything that includes uh, breathing. Or moving. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be rough, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, I think uh. they're done for now. Anyways, um, so this episode is starts with Greg discovering Stevani and talking about his story of gem fusion um, with, his, with his waifu, Rose. I wish you didn't say waifu, <laughs> but you're not wrong 100%. I don't think they ever got married, but you know, he was, they were, well, no, I don't think they ever got like officially married, uh, but like you can still call yourself husband and wife, even if you're not officially legally married. Sure. To each their own. Um, and okay, this episode we need to talk. First of all, I love it because it starts off with a really cool song. Um, what can I do? For you, that one. Yeah, that's a great uh, song. Yes, yeah, super eighties rockish. Yeah, it sounds legit. Like it could have been a song for like if you played that for someone who had no idea what Steven Universe is, and they're like, I don't know, they were alive during that time period. They might legit think that's just a song that they missed. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so that's the first cool aspect of this episode. Uh, the second cool aspect is my fucking favorite character in Steven Universe is young Greg. Because the ah. simple fact that he is a himbo. Is he not? I mean, okay, you're 100% accurate. Absolutely. I just... <laughs> I was I was just expecting like more uh, more of a reason, but I no, he's hot but... and he's stupid, and that's all I want in a man. <laughs> that's all anybody wants in a man. <laughs> and he respects women. <laughs> and he respects women. Yeah, and that's 
you know. That's yeah. really like that's all you need. He's the whole package. Yeah. Um, so that's another plus. Um, love that. Love his hair. Love also, this is one of the first episodes. Actually, I don't know. I just rewatched the whole series, so all the episodes are a blur. But um this is like one of the first episodes that confirmed basically Oh my god. You wanna know why they're barking? Why are they barking? Because my mom is sitting at the computer, and they both want to sit in her lap at the same time. But her lap isn't big enough for the two of them. Hmm. Oh, to be a little dog. <laughs> okay. It's over for now. Um. Fuck, what was I even... Oh, yeah, okay. This was one of the first episodes to, like, canonly acknowledge that, like, Pearl's fucking gay as hell for Rose. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And I um, love all their fucking redesigns. Or not redesigns, because technically it was their designs before the... Pre- pre-designs. Pre-designs. Yeah, that's a cool word. Uh, yeah, very all 80s-like. Love baby Amy. Um, not talking about myself. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking Amethyst, about. Amethyst, that's her nickname. Her nickname is Love Baby Amy? No, her nickname's Amy, and I say I love Baby Amy, because she's like okay. a baby during that time period. <laughs> Didn't think that needed oh. an explanation. Uh, it. I don't know. I don't know. They literally I'm call fu- her Amy I'm sometimes. fucking stupid. I'm fucking stupid, Amy. Oh, okay. I won't disagree. <laughs> but it takes one to know one, eh? Um, yeah, right? Uh, fuck, I keep on getting sidetracked. Um, but, oh, I forgot to fucking say, um, this episode is written and storyboarded by Hilary Florido, Katie Mitroff, and Rebecca Sugar, and it's directed by Ki Young Bae and Su Hong Kim, and Jasmine Lai, and Ian Jones Quarty. Credits! Shout out to those people. Um, Shout out. But... The the biggest, the second biggest reason, actually, <laughs> that I love this episode is the vibe. It's set at night. It's got all these cool lights. It's it's the vibe. Just what I promise yeah. you. After listening to this podcast, just rewatch that episode and just feel the vibe because it's got one and it's really good and it makes me feel good. Honestly, there is a very particular vibe about beaches at night yes and like especially like beaches and like boardwalks but also just like just being by the ocean at night is some is like a surreal experience yeah but like i don't know it's like ethereal in a good way yes yeah like it gives off a very ethereal vibe this episode as well as well as you know there's magic and shit in it and it's also the 80s which makes it even better yeah for sure um but let me get to my final and biggest reason why i love this episode and that is um the conversation or the dance uh between greg and rose it's Mm -hmm. it's so good i don't know do you want to watch that scene to remember it yeah sure okay let me fucking look it up i'm not a real person I thought, haven't we, 
Is this not how it works? Oh. Oh, boy. This is so weird. You really are an alien. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why are you crying? How are we going to make this work? Fusion? No, us. We're really, really different. What do we do now? Let's just talk. I barely know you. That's a good thing. We really rushed into this. Everything on Earth seems fast to me. Do you miss your home planet? No, never. How'd you end up with uh, Harpo, Groucho, and Chico? Huh. Oh, them? Those are three long stories. What are they doing? Shh. Have you loved other humans? Have you? Yes. Yes. Ah, oh, dang it. It didn't show the part that says great. Is this it, torture? <laughs> that was such a weird place for it to cut off. I know, but that's Cartoon Network Australia. That's Cartoon Network YouTube for you. Video for some reason. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> you know, they probably cut it off right there because they're just like, all right, this will fucking hook them. Yeah, they'll want to watch the rest of the show with this clip. If if I just saw that clip, let me tell you, I would be hooked and want to watch that show immediately. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it's like, it's, you know, it's a fucking cartoon on Cartoon Network in particular, but it's actually talking about shit. Oh, yeah. And if that's a new concept to you, then, <laughs> yeah, then, you know. Like, hell yeah, you'd absolutely want to check this show out. Yeah, so this scene, really fucking good, because this is one of the first times you get to know who Rose is as a person. And once you see the whole show getting to rewatch this episode, and knowing what she says, you're like, ooh, wow, I understand this now. Uh, <laughs> the, I, okay, I have not seen the entirety of steven universe i fell off at some point um so uh i mean i do want to go through steven universe again but i do know like some of the broad strokes of where this goes and obviously we're not here to talk about that but what i am here to talk about is the face that rose made when she when greg was asking like have you ever loved other humans and she says have you and they both say yes but the face that she makes that yeah. he can't see yeah just it says it says something mm -hmm. it says something and i really i really want to like find out what i'm just gonna have to fucking watch it um yeah, that's that's why I love this scene so much is because we only get to see little patches of Rose throughout the whole show. Um, but in just this one scene, we learn so much about her. And half of that is just through her facial expressions. Yeah. It's it's real good. Yeah. Also, another real good part of this this episode, which they don't really do much of throughout the whole show, is there's so many little anime uh, animations and effects that they put in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> i love yeah. it yeah yeah i kind of remember that yeah yeah um and then i i will i will end it off with um 
another really good part of this uh, episode is because the whole episode is about Greg trying to fuse with Rose. And of course he can't because he's a human and she's a gem. Um, and so once they end up talking and finishing, um, Garnet says, or Pearl says, they didn't even fuse. Why are they laughing? And Garnet says, no, they did fuse. And that like, it means so much because they did fuse with their minds yeah. and their hearts. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good episode. If you haven't seen Steven Universe uh, and you're not sure about getting into it, maybe just watch this episode and then you'll want to watch it because it's good. The There are some weird parts of season one that don't really come up again. Um, like what? Well, I'm, I'm not to say that it's bad because like, Fucking Frybo and shit. Oh, Frybo. Like, <laughs> like the idea of gems taking over clothing doesn't really factor in. I, maybe it does at a point that I haven't seen. But, like, there's some weird shit in season one. But, like, I don't know. Like, I, I really want to go through Steven Universe again. I just need to find the time and the focus yeah i just did that like the past two weeks and it was it was it i did it building up to the finale and i'm glad i did it 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 was really amazing yeah i would definitely recommend it and that's my aspect that's you you know what you know what amy Mm -hmm. that aspect it was pretty enchanted the dogs are again yeah okay mars what's your thing Oh, my thing? Yeah, your thing. Oh, my thing. Your thing. Um, so this one's a little bit of a callback for you. Throwback. Uh, callback. Because uh, this is something, this is uh, in the pilot episode of Enchanting Aspects that we didn't release. Um, I talked about a specific thing in this game that I'm about to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I said that I couldn't decide between talking about one thing or the other oh, thing. Oh, so I know what this thing is already. You might think you do, but I got a little bit more specific with it. Oh, okay. So my thing is Mr. X's hat <laughs> in Resident Evil 2 Remake. Oh my god. <laughs> his hat? His hat. Oh boy. I want to talk about his hat. Um, so, uh, you, I mean, if you probably have at least seen the Resident Evil 2 remake in some capacity, because when it came out, the internet kind of exploded about Mr. X. Oh, yeah. Everybody who was playing that game was just posting images and, and videos and memes of Mr. X Replacing him with Thomas the Tank Engine. (laughs) Uh, Mr. X. Resident Evil 2 is the game that got me into horror games. And I'm super like, I'm not like a horror game fan. And I don't, I still very much know my limits in terms of scary stuff. Love them. Never played them, but but I love them. But Resident Evil in particular is... A series that I have like now 
gotten really, really attached to and really, really love and really consider to be one of my favorite game series like ever mm-hmm. at this point. And that's because of the Resident Evil 2 remake. Um, because Mr. X fucking Mr. X is so smartly designed and I could talk about that. Uh, you know, like, so to give a primer for those unaware, uh, Resident Evil 2 remake is a, obviously the remake of Resident Evil 2. You play as, you know, either Leon Kennedy or Claire Redfield uh, going through the Raccoon City Police Department that is complete, like, during the middle of the zombie apocalypse in Raccoon City. Um, and uh, you are, your literal, your literal only goal is to get the fuck out of the city. You came here basically on, like, on accident, and now you need to leave. Um, and partway through the game, uh, in a very incredible and, frankly, iconic moment at this point, uh, Mr. X, you turn a corner, uh, to a hallway that has a crashed helicopter in it. You turn a hallway, and Mr. X lifts up the helicopter, walks o- like walks under it, and then he's just in the game for the rest of it. And that's how the I way come Mr- into people's lives. <laughs> you just turn a corner, and Amy is holding up a a helicopter. I'm here now, bitch. I'm coming. And that that how Mr. X works in in RE2 is. He physically walks around the building trying to find you and you can outrun him and like hide from him. And like you can kind of like you can like hear his footsteps as he's walking around in different rooms Mm -hmm. like that are around your room. So you can kind of like get an idea of where he is and avoid him. But he's always coming and you can't kill him. Shooting him only makes him angrier, and, like, he's not even, like, that angry. He doesn't have a facial expression. Like, he's a dude, but he doesn't have a facial expression, Um, really. It's just totally blank. Listen, and you have a cookie in your pocket, and he wants it. He wants it so bad. And, he's and he will just going to stop. He will just slowly walk towards you, Um, and, like, you have to deal with other shit. You have to, like... Resident Evil 2 is, like, primarily a game about solving puzzles. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, like, the combat and dealing with enemies is often a puzzle. And, like, you have to, uh, like, figure out, like, oh, well, this hallway is just fucking filled with zombies. Fuck that hallway. That hallway's burned to me. And then Mr. X shows up and you're like, fuck, I really need to go through that hallway mm-hmm. because Mr. X is over here. And there's nothing I can do. Um, uh, so, okay, that's that's like the primer on why Mr. X is great. Yeah. Um, because like he physically walks around the RPD and he doesn't cheat and teleport around. He he's physically a big at, angry boy and he's coming. He's a big angry boy, and and uh, one of the things about him is that he wears clothes, uh, which is kind of unusual for for most resident evil monsters oh my god what just came to mind is like those dating shows where they show a picture of someone and then they have like the facts about them like 
long walks on the beach. And so for Mr. X, it's chasing you. Long walks on the beach. Wears clothes. <laughs> I'm Amy and I wear clothes. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, so Mr. X uh, is this like big hulking dude. But like most monsters in Resident Evil are like fucked up. They've got their flesh that just rended and expanded in gross, horrible ways. Um, uh, just totally, just totally fucked up. But Mr. X is, for the most part, just a big dude. A big, like, strong-looking dude who's, like, you know, bigger than, than, like, most regular people. But, like... I don't know. He's not that much of a, he, he like he and like that's like the apparent reason why he wears clothes is to like kind of be a stealth, uh, monster. Um. So, uh, like all of these monsters are created by uh, I haven't even gotten to the hat. This is all building up to the hat. Yeah, it's a lot of build up I, for a hat. It's a lot of build up for a hat. Um. All, all, cre- uh, all created by uh, Umbrella. It's this corporation. Blah blah blah. Resident Evil is a, is totally anti-capitalist. <laughs> what thing in, in, that we brought in the show is an anti-capitalist? Look, we read it in everything, and it's we're valid. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So now it's time to talk about the hat. Finally. So obviously, RE2 remake is a remake of RE2. And in the original Resident Evil 2, Mr. X did not have a hat. Oh, wig. No, well, actually, bald. Yeah, that's why I said wig, because that means I'm bald. Come on, Does Mars, it? get with the program. You, I don't know most things. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but like he, he looks basically the same as he does in the remake. You know, big hulking, hulking dude wearing a big stupid trench coat. Um, uh, oh, also, I've been calling him Mr. X this entire time. He has never officially, canonically been referred to as Mr. X. What's his canonin name? Canonin. His, <laughs> his canonin name? Yeah. Well, his canonin name is, um, is T00. Two. Well, actually, uh, uh, he, T00 is, um, so Mr. X, the monster that you are faced with in RE2, um, he is one of six identical clones. Oh, there's six of them. There are six of them, but you only ever go against one of them. Oh my gosh, that changes everything. So, when we talk about Mr. X, we're talking about that specific one. Oh. And uh, in uh, in uh, RE2, in the original, it shows, like, there's a cutscene of like, a helicopter flying in above the police department with six tubes, six capsules, uh, and it drops one of them and Mr. X pops out. Hmm. And... So, like, the implication is that, like, you know, the Umbrella was sending these these 
uh, tyrants is what they're called. There's a lot of, I'm dumping a lot of lore on you with this one just to talk about a hat. Yeah, I'm sort of zoning out a bit. <laughs> Basically, these, these tyrants were like distributed throughout the city with their sole purpose is to just kill any re- remaining people in Raccoon City. Okay. Like, they just pursue after people to get them. And then they go to the next person. So they're not even specifically going after the main character. It's just that that's who they saw. Um, uh, but okay. Hat. 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 So in RE2, they gave him a hat. Mm-hmm. In the remake, they gave him a hat. Yeah. And it's this black fedora hat that he wears with the trench coat. Yeah. Um... And I just love it because I gave you all of that backstory stuff. You did. But when you're playing the game, none of that shit matters even a little bit. (laughs) Because you're just a person. You're just a human being who got dropped in this shitty situation and you have to get out of it. But like... You're not a part of the plan. Mm-hmm. You're not a cog in this. You don't have any stakes in what's happened. Well, you have stakes in that you don't want to die. But, like, literally, your only goal as a character in most Resident Evil games, at least of this time period, is to just get the fuck out you're, and leave. You're just a hat on a big person who wants a cookie. <laughs> and you're trapped. And I... I love that they gave him a hat mm-hmm. because somebody at Umbrella had to clothe this man. Yeah. Because, like, he's just a mindless monster for the most part, only following orders. Yeah. It's, I mean, they could have told him, like, hey, put on clothes, maybe. But they had to, like, create these clothes with the fucking idea of, like, okay... We want him to kind of look like a civilian so he could, like, sneak up to people. But <laughs> but he's being he's being dropped in in the middle of the apocalypse. Yeah. Like, they're gonna notice. Yeah, and he doesn't look anything like a human. Maybe from behind, but... Ma- like, it's like, they did all of this for the split second of, like, huh, is that... Oh, no, I need to, like... Yeah, you have half a second <laughs> to be confused. <laughs> like... They dressed him up for the half a second. And I just have to imagine that somebody at Umbrella was like, hmm, you know, the clothes are working for me. I like these clothes. Could we get him a hat? I like the theory that someone at Umbrella was really fucking horny and made a massive (laughs) dong. And they're like, oh, my God, please cover it up. Give him a fucking trench coat, please. (laughs) No. <laughs> and then uh, they saw his bald head, and then they did that thing from SpongeBob, which is like bald, bald. Uh, and then so they had to put a hat on him. I mean, you're not you're, pro- you're like it. That's pro- that's not that far fetched. Like none of the like one of the things about Resident Evil is that none of the characters who do anything like besides like the person you're playing as for the most part. Like, none of the people in the backstory of what's going on made any decision 
based on any rational thought. Mm-hmm. Umbrella literally, they don't have a reason for doing all of this. They literally just decided that they didn't want to be humans anymore. And that being a fucked up monster is pretty cool. That sounds like you. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't try to kill a whole city over it. Well, yeah, but the premise, that's you. Yeah. Um. Uh. I mean, you're not wrong. But I don't know. I just, I, I love the, because here's the other thing about the hat. Is that you can shoot off the hat. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say that. I was going to say that if you didn't say it. I'm like, you're not talking about the best part. You could shoot the hat off. You can shoot off the hat. And what happens when you shoot off the hat is that Mr. X gets angry and starts to move faster. Well, of course. I'd be fucking furious if someone shot my hat off. And- Excuse me, I'm voguing? <laughs> Which actually kind of implies that he picked out the hat himself. Yeah, maybe he was walking and he killed somebody and he's like, mm, nice hat, mine now. In in the Res- in Resident Evil 3, in the original, you eventually get to a location where, like, the other five uh, uh, T-103 tyrants, could you, like, obviously, obviously people had to come up with a better name than that. Mm-hmm. Um, you find all of these other Mr. X's, um, that have all, like, died from some battle that you don't get to see. Um, and I'm so excited to get to that point in the RE3 remake, just to find out if the other Mr. X's had hats. (laughs) Will there be- when they get- when I get to that area, I'm going to be scanning- for any hats that were flung around in the environment, any hats on the Mr. X's, I am going to be searching for these hats. Yeah. Because I want to know if they just gave this specific one a hat just so that he can be Mr. X. Yeah, he can be And, like, have boy. that- He can be a special boy. Yeah. I'm so glad they gave him a hat. <laughs> it's, like, honestly- Like, R- RE2 Remake is so fucking smart- it does so many things so well. It is legitimately one of my favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. And it's so, like, when I learned that in the original he didn't have a hat, I was like, what's the fucking point? <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, that's my thing. It was a very good thing. It's like your tiniest I- thing yet, almost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be my tiniest thing yet, um, but it was also just an excuse for me to talk about Resident Evil for like 20 minutes. Yeah, you got me. You trapped me. <laughs> I trapped you. I fucking trapped you. Damn it. Well, hey, I did the same thing. So I can could, I could finally talk <laughs> about the Steven Universe to somebody. <laughs> uh, Anyone out there that- who's seen the, the finale, <laughs> hit me up, please. <laughs> I have feelings I need to sort out. <laughs> well, I'll I'll get around to watch, like, I'll finally catch up and watch the finale in, like, a year and a half. Mars, I'm and- giving you one year because I really want to talk about something in the final season of Steven Universe. I'm giving you okay. one year. Okay. A time limit of one year. Yeah. All right. I, okay. I guarantee you... By this time next year, uh-huh. maybe earlier, 
uh, I will have watched the I will have watched the entirety of Steven Universe. Okay, and if you didn't, too bad. I'm talking about it anyways. That's fair. I feel like the statute of limitations at that point will be over. Yeah, that's fair. I am o- I am okay with the stakes. Okay, okay, it's a deal. It's a deal. Let's shake on it. That's the noise of shaking. That's the noise of shit. I did shake at the air. Oh, I just smacked my own hand. <laughs> uh, um, this has been Enchanting Aspects, <laughs> a podcast. Uh, if you want to... Uh, wait, wait, I have a game. Oh, God, okay. Oh. It's a, it can be a quick one. Okay. If you were working at Umbrella, what clothes would you put on the monster? Oh, well, the first thing that came to mind was a maid outfit, so that's, I guess. Yes! 100% a fucking maid outfit. I wanted, I want, if I was going to be an evil shithead working at Umbrella, I would want to work in the clothing department. Oh, yeah, me too. Let's get all these monsters in clothes. All right, now you can do the outro. Okay, this has been Enchanting Aspects an enchanting experience uh we're dropping you back off at your house so you can go back to your quarantine uh it's been sucky out there we're sorry we're here with you um yeah yeah shit's rough out here but we're gonna we're fucking we're we're gonna make it through and we're gonna be all right we're gonna hold each other up yeah Uh, all right love yourself believe in yourself um follow us on twitter at at enchanting pod um if if you want uh we're finally up on itunes we have been for like two weeks uh please give us a rating on itunes because we have zero ratings so far and it'd be really helpful and if you give a review we will read it on the podcast unless you don't want us to then we won't yeah sucker (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um and uh also uh just to just to just to plug something for real, real quick, um, I I uh, I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash CozyGothMars, uh, where I uh, play through games long form with my friends. Yeah. Uh, we have different stream series going, uh, including uh, a stream series with Amy where uh, we're playing through Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Yeah. Um, and also Twilight Princess. I swear we'll get back to Twilight Princess at some point. <laughs> I- like we should focus more on vampire because it's funner <laughs> we'll get back to yeah. twilight princess eventually but i'm obsessed yeah. with vampire. yeah absolutely we have to we'll, we'll we have to finish vampire before we get back to twilight princess but one day yeah one day um we fucking uh plug uh i draw <laughs> hire me please hire me as a story artist please you can do my you, there's a link to my portfolio on my Twitter at Pixelamart. Please hire me for the love of God. Uh, <laughs> okay, thanks for listening to our podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Do you ever feel like a plastic bag floating in the wind wanting to start again? Thanks for listening to the podcast uh, Bobby Booby Animal Crossing.